thanks for coming back and joining us for another episode of the Live Revised Podcast. I am your host, Christy Browning. And if you're new to the podcast channel, let me just take a moment to introduce myself. In addition to being your lovely voice here on the podcast, I am a motivational and inspirational speaker author and coach. And if you haven't already stumbled across our website, you may want to check out christybrowning.com or visit the show notes for this episode to link up to our site to get more of all the things we do to encourage, empower, and inspire you to uncover your purpose and to live it with passion. Today, we are going to talk about the three things you need to say to yourself. We have a lot of conversations that we hold in our own heads and our own hearts But these three specific things are ones that I feel like we need to revisit often. We need to be saying to ourselves, maybe daily, maybe moment by moment, but they stand to keep us on track with moving towards our goals, towards the things we want most in life, and to live a purpose-filled life. That's really what we're all about here on the podcast. We want you to have a full, abundant, purpose-filled life that's not just checking in and out, living for the weekend, waiting for vacation, waiting to retire. We want you to wake up every day with love and excitement and zeal for your life. So stay tuned. We got more to share with you. I am a big fan of the late Zig Ziglar. If you don't know who he is, he was a motivational speaker that was just like and no other. He had a calming effect but also an empowering effect on his audiences. He was a great storyteller. He was funny. And he is the author of some of the greatest quotes when it comes to success and purpose and living life to the fullest. One of my favorite Zig Ziglar quotes is this. Success is not measured by what you do compared to what others do. It's measured by what you do with the ability God gave you. Today, as we talk about these three things that you should be saying to yourself, I want you to keep in mind that the overall success of your life, whether that's in your career, your finances, your relationships, whatever aspect of life you may be striving to improve or to get better at, it's really not about comparing ourselves against someone else or looking at someone else's success and measuring ours accordingly. It's really about taking inventory of what do we have? What have we been given? What resources or talents or abilities have we been divinely given? And how are we using that in order to really fulfill all that we've been created to do? It was Zig that also said that far too many people have no idea of what they can do because all they have been told is what they can't do. And we have those messages that play in our heads over and over, whether it's messages like that, that someone's told us or whether it's something that we've told ourselves and have believed it. He goes on to say, they don't know what they want because they don't know what's available for them. Right now we're in the season of life where we're helping my stepson make college choices. And man, do I remember how stressful and how overwhelming it was as a senior in high school to be faced with senior year and graduation, knowing that the world that you currently live in was going to change drastically. And on top of all of it, you have to all of a sudden be an adult. You have to all of a sudden like know what you want to do with your life. And oh yeah, by the way, you have to make this really expensive, time-consuming decision about college and you know, no pressure, right? 
I remember being so overwhelmed by that. And so as we're talking to my stepson now about what he thinks he might want to do with his life and what college might be a good fit for him, so many of those emotions, those fears, that overwhelming uh, panic almost, man, that just comes flooding back to my memory. I know exactly how that feels. But the reality is, is that it's not so much trying to decide what do you want to do? It's at the age of 18, or for me, I was 17, my senior year of high school. You don't even know what's out there. It's like, I want to tell you what color I want to color with, but I've never looked inside, you know, a 64 pack of Crayolas. Like, I don't even know what my options are. And you're trying to blindly shoot a dart at something you think you want, but you don't even know what other targets are out there to aim for. That can just really feel frustrating. And maybe you felt that feeling. Maybe you know the feeling of thinking, you know, there's more for me. And I, while I feel like I should have a dream or a goal or some sort of a passion I should be pursuing, I don't even know how to open up my mind or expose myself to the things that are really out there, to the options I have. You know, it's like going to a buffet and you can only see the buffet option in front of you. You don't have the ability to look down the line and see all the other things that are waiting for you to take. How awful would that be? If you're like me, I want to know all my options. I want to know how much uh, is mine to take, what, what's different varieties or options or colors or sizes or, you know, what's out there. I want to know all the things and be able to see all the options this is horrible when you're trying to sh shop and, and pick out something on Amazon. Holy moly. If you go on there and you do a search for something you think you're looking for on Amazon or any online site for that matter, there's like pages upon pages of options. And I'm the type that might find the thing I really want on page one, but I'm not going to buy it until I see everything on every single page. I don't want to miss out on something better or something I didn't even know was out there. I may not have even known that option B was an option. So I want to know all that's out there. Well, no matter what you might be trying to chase down in life or what dream you may be trying to put your arms around to really embrace and step into and, and really create a plan to go after it. We are in a world where encouraging, empowering, inspiring messages are sometimes hard to come by. And ultimately, the messages and the belief that we have in ourselves that we play in our own minds and our own hearts, it's up to us to continue to press play on that, to hear that, to believe that. And if we're not being fed that, how do we continue to build encouraging, empowering, inspiring messages in ourselves? Well, if you've listened, to any previous podcast, we talk a lot about the importance of, you know, learning the things we need to learn, being immersed into messages that are hopeful and positive and encouraging, looking for ways to learn so that we can ask better questions or make better decisions or have more options available to us. Part of this whole discussion about college and careers and what we need to discover for my stepson has kind of come down to that. It's sort of been, let's ask enough questions to gather enough information so we can make a smart decision. But we also can make a decision that if something comes down the pike that might be a better fit 
or might be something that you want to explore later, we know how to adjust. We know how to course correct or make a detour if we need to do that. And so how can we keep our options open yet still move forward in a progress that takes us closer to where we think we might want to go? And with that, I will say the first thing we need to say to ourselves is that I can figure this out. I can figure this out. You know, when we're stuck in the middle of a decision we don't know how to make, or maybe we're faced by a challenge that we don't know how to overcome, we may not have ever experienced it before. So why in the world would we know how to tackle it or sort through it or make sense of it? There's going to be a learning curve, a growth that has to happen, information you may need to collect, experiences or questions you need to ask or experiences you need to have before you can have enough or know enough to come up with the answer. But too many times we're up against the challenge and we just expect to be able to know how to work past it. It may be something we've never encountered before, but we don't always give ourselves the grace to say, you know what, I need to stop for a second. I need to ask some questions. I need to read. I need to absorb some information. I need to go seek something out so that I can have enough information to figure this out. And the truth is, is that when faced by a challenge or something really daunting or overwhelming, uh, or you're in a situation that's really new and uncertain, you can figure it out. There's a great book that's been just recently released in about the last year called Everything is Figure Outable, and it's written by Marie Forleo. You can check the show notes for the name of that book and author, but it's really good. It's a fun read, but she really packs the book full of wisdom and what it means to overcome the thing that's standing in front of you, the thing that's looming over you that really tends to threaten you and your progress and your growth. And to understand and realize the truth that everything is figure outable. You can figure it out. It may not look what you look like you think or come about like you think, but you can figure it out. I remember sitting in a really dark place in life trying to decide how I can make change. And the idea of change was overwhelming. I didn't like the way my finances were. I didn't like the fact that I felt disconnected and without a purpose or a plan or direction. Uh, so I needed to, you know, figure that out, which that's, you know, not an easy one. <laughs> I also needed to figure out how to make things better in relationships and maybe even repair some relationships. There was just a lot of things on the to-do list and those things were not easy things. But I remember telling myself, you know, just pick one and let's start. Let's just start working on what we know. And if what we don't know, we can go seek it out and find or we can think about it or put a plan together or, you know, create some sort of system to work through this so that at least there's incremental change and incremental growth. We don't always have the answers overnight. Sometimes the revelation comes in pieces and drips. But as we put them all together and we continue to be persistent in the idea that we can figure it out, the picture becomes clearer. And the activity drives clarity for us. It opens our perspective and it allows us to still feel like there's momentum as we move ahead instead of feeling stuck and shackled to the problem. The problem may not go away. The problem may not be something that just disappears overnight. And the outcome may look like nothing you ever imagined, but you don't have to stay stuck. You don't have to remain the same. 
if you don't like who you are or where you are, don't worry about it because you're not stuck either with who you are or where you are. You can grow. You can change. You can be more than who you are. It's another great quote from Zig Ziglar. So realize that you can figure it out. If you want to better your education, then you can figure out a way to go back to college. It may not be easy. It may require a lot of work. But there's an old saying (laughs) that says that God prepares the back for the burden. God prepares the back for the burden, meaning it may not be always easy to shoulder the load, but he's going to give you the strength and he's going to give you the perseverance if you're looking for it to get through it. And so maybe you want to be better with your finances. So go learn about it. Download an app, watch a video, take a course, ask for a mentor, get some accountability. We are in the perfect day and age to obtain information and to learn what we don't know and to help us overcome areas where we may feel deficient and inadequate. If it's relationships, there's counselors, there's books, there's podcasts, there's activities, there's intention, all of which can change the shape and and the timbre of your relationship, that conversation and that heart language between you and the person you love. You can figure it out. Step by step, one foot in front of the other, one piece of the elephant you eat at a time, right? My favorite thing to remind people of is the fact that in the old story, the tortoise and the hare, no matter how many times that races run, the tortoise always wins. And why is he successful? Not because he was built with speed or aerodynamics, not that he had any special equipment. He didn't have fancy running shoes. He didn't have any special apps or trainers, but he just put his head down and put one foot in front of the other And when the race started, he couldn't even see the finish line, but he knew in his mind that he wanted to finish the race. And so he moved with the intention that that is what he's going to do. Scripture tells us that we throw off all the things that hinder us so that we can run the race and we can press forward to the prize and we can go where we want to go without being encumbered and overburdened. And sometimes that means figuring it out. Second thing I think we need to tell ourselves, and this is kind of on a regular basis, is that it's okay to be unique. And I don't mean in the way we look or the way we dress or maybe the way we wear our hair, although those are great ways to show up and be unique. But I mean in the things that we want to pursue in life. Chances are the thing that you want to be or the thing that you want to achieve or accomplish is probably not like anything anyone else directly around you is also trying to achieve. And I think there's a reason for that. I think there's a reason because if we all kind of ran in the same circle together and we all wanted exactly the same thing, how boring would that be? But because some of my closest friends are chasing down different dreams, man, that's exciting. It's exciting to hear what they're doing and to see their progress and to celebrate their wins with them. And they do the same for me. They don't want to be a speaker. They're not hosting a podcast or writing books. They're off running after their own dreams. And so it's okay for me to be in the middle of my circle of influence and say, you know, I know you guys don't necessarily get 
the whole thing about being a motivational speaker or hosting a motivational podcast, and that's okay. Hear your pom-poms. Just cheer me on. That's all I ask. And it's okay that I am not doing all the same things that you're doing. One of my favorite little segments on Sesame Street was the one of these things is not like the other. If you remember that little segment, the TV screen would divide into four little squares and three of the squares, the people would be doing something similar, like maybe all three of them were bouncing a ball. And the fourth one would be reading a book. And one of the things is not like the other. I mean to tell you, I resonated with that fourth box that it is okay to be unlike the others. I heard this old saying that says, if two people are the same, one is unnecessary. We were created uniquely and most likely we're running after unique dreams and goals and desires. Again, as we're talking to my stepson about his future and what he may want to do, he is really thinking at the moment, he's interested in going into the police academy and and entering the law enforcement. And we all kind of chuckle because that wasn't maybe anything we saw for him. But right now, that's what he's pretty passionate about doing. And not a single person in our circle is a police officer. And it's kind of funny because it makes us have to be a little more intentional on how do we learn about this career? How do we become interested in something that's not in our wheelhouse? But also to applaud him by saying, if this is what you want, go for it. It's okay that that's not what your dad's done or that's not what a friend has done or a brother's done or, you know, you don't have to see somebody specifically in your immediate circle who's done this. It's really cool if you can have a mentor or somebody you can look to and say, I kind of want to be like fill in the blank, but most likely we have unique goals, unique shapes, unique spaces that we want to step into. And it's okay if it doesn't look like everybody else, it's okay to be unique. Nelson Mandela said, there is no passion to be found in playing small in settling for a life that is less than the one you are capable of living. And I think that quote really reminds us of the fact that, you know, the life that we are capable of living may be different than somebody else's. It may come with different expectations. It may have different demands and it's okay because we aren't meant to play small We aren't meant to just settle and kind of check in and check out and play it safe so that we don't rock the boat or that we blend in like camouflage into everybody else's lives. I've personally lived that way for a lot of years. And let me tell you, it was not satisfying. It was not passion filled. It was life sucking, soul sucking. But stepping into what I knew was mine, what was my potential, what I was capable of doing and what my life could be about that was invigorating and empowering. And while scary and uncertain and very unique, it was exciting to say, this is my corner of the world that I am supposed to be showing up like this with this message and this voice doing this thing. And I hope you know that too for you. And if you don't know what that is for you, then I hope you set yourself on a quest to find that and to uncover it. And maybe for a time, it's okay to be unique in the fact that you are chasing down your purpose to know what it is that really makes life capable of living to the fullest for you. It's out there. We just have to be really diligent in finding it. The third thing is to tell ourselves that tomorrow 
I can try again. I remember sitting in church one Sunday and the sweet lady that I went to church with um, was up on the platform sharing part of her story. And, and she shared just the frustration of trying to always do a little better in her spiritual life, trying to be a better mom, trying to be a better wife, trying to read more of the Bible or to pray more or to be more spiritual and the things she said and how she acted. And then she said, and I don't always do that. And I fall short of that every day, but I always tell myself, but I can try again tomorrow. And so I try again tomorrow. And I love that message. It resonated so much with me because I tend to be a little bit of a perfectionist. I want things to all line up and to fit together and be perfect and be polished. And I want that for me as a person. Life is not that way. It doesn't allow for perfection. It likes messy action. It likes twisted things up that still somehow all woven together create a beautiful picture. And while in the middle of it, we don't know how it's ever going to work out. Um, life just says, hang on, it's going to work itself out. I promise you, I'm not going to tell you how, but just go along for the ride. And that can be really frustrating. And when I don't make sense of it all, or I feel like I've fallen short, or I didn't get it done today, or I really screwed things up, or I didn't really step into my potential. I have to tell myself that tomorrow I can try again. Tomorrow's going to be a better day. Now that's not licensed to procrastinate or to put off. That's a whole different conversation to have with yourself. But to give yourself grace to say, you know what? Today wasn't 100%, but tomorrow I can try again. I didn't get it all right or all done or all perfect, but tomorrow I can try again. There's a, a saying that someone told me in a kind of a unique conversation I was having uh, when I was still working for the newspaper. I was interviewing a dad for Father's Day, and he happened to be kind of a prominent father uh, in the community. And as we were talking about how do you become a good dad and what makes a good dad, he said this to me, life it doesn't have to be perfect for it to still be really, really good. And I loved that little quote of his. I've since seen that in several other Facebook memes and social media, this and that. And maybe it's actually coined by somebody and it should be attributed to somebody. But I love the sentiment of it. The fact that it doesn't all have to be perfect. And we don't always have to be right or 100%. It doesn't always have to be perfect for it to still be really, really good. If you're a parent, you should take great heart in that statement because as parents, we make mistakes a lot and we say the wrong thing or we lose our temper or we're too hard or too lenient at times. But in the end, as our kids grow up, we hope that when they look back on that childhood experience, they can say that it was a great childhood. Even if it wasn't perfect, it's still really, really good. What in your life can you tell yourself and give yourself permission to think and say that, you know what, tomorrow I can try again. Maybe it's in your job. Maybe it is as a parent in relationships with the people that live under your roof. Maybe it's in your goals to take care of your body or to maybe launch a business or be successful in a business. Tomorrow you can try again. 
if you're catching this podcast in real time, uh, it is September 1st. So it's the beginning of a month. And I love the beginning of the month because it sets a whole new stage for the next 30 days on what I want to accomplish. It's like a whole new clean slate, a fresh page and a notebook. I mean, like the future's unwritten and it's mine to carve out for the next 30 days. I love that feeling. In fact, in our Facebook community, I shared a post today that says, new month, new goals means new perspective, a new resolve, new mercies, and a new start. Y'all, life is not always going to go according to plan. And if we can't adjust our conversation with ourselves and our hearts and our minds to be okay with the fact that tomorrow we can start again, we can try again, that there's mercies every morning, that there's perspective once we've had a good night's sleep. And you know what? A little bit of coffee or tea in the morning always makes things a little better for the day. Whatever's got to get you through. But I hope some of these conversations you have with yourself and you can really talk yourself through the most important parts of life, remembering that you can figure it out. Whatever's standing in front of you, whatever's in your path, you can figure it out. And that it's okay for whatever you're chasing or wanting to be or wanting to do. It's okay to be different, to be unique, to be who you are in those places, even if no one else around you looks the same. And to know as you step into that figuring it out space and embracing your uniqueness in that, that when you fail or maybe fall short, maybe you stumble and fall over for that day, you know what, tomorrow, tomorrow you can get up and you can try again and you can maybe do a little better, make a little more progress, take another step in the right direction. It isn't about celebrating the pace in which you run but it is everything about celebrating the direction in which you are headed. Life doesn't always move as fast as we want it. And the progress that we want to make in those areas of our life that are important to us, sometimes it just feels like it takes forever to get to the finish line. But the reality is that the join the journey, that whole little mantra that people have so easily coined for those of us who want to see things happen overnight Hey, the joy in the, the joy in the journey really means that I can embrace the fact that I'm figuring it out, that I'm unique in what I'm chasing, and my journey may be unique to me, and I can try again tomorrow. And as long as I'm putting one foot in front of the other, and I'm making a little bit of progress, even if it's just incremental little steps forward, it is something to be celebrated and applauded because the joy isn't always in the finish line. And the challenge isn't in the starting block. It's in between the two and running the race to not stop, to stay focused and to stay headed in the right direction and to throw off the things that can hold you down or keep you back. That is powerful. That is momentum. That is joy because it may not always be easy. In fact, running a race, those marathon runners, they're feeling it in their legs and their lungs. It's not always fun, but don't mistake fun and joy as the same thing. Fun is fleeting. Joy runs deep and it allows you to appreciate even the hard times and embrace even the bad days because we know that it's making us stronger. It's building our backs. It's developing our muscles. It's giving us the perseverance and the resiliency we need to get up and say, tomorrow 
I can try again. Well, thanks for hanging out with me in this episode of the Live Revised Podcast. If you found this to be really helpful or something in the podcast really touched your heart, I would love it if you would share this episode with your friends. You can simply take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and share it on your social media platforms, or you can just tell your friends to check out the Live Revised Podcast on all of their favorite podcast platforms. And hey, listen. We love Instagram. And if you are an Instagram person and you have an account, come follow us. Uh, You can find us at Christy Browning Official or check the show notes for a link. And if you're on Instagram sharing the podcast or talking about something you've heard or learned through the Live Revised podcast, tag us. We would love to know what you like, what you're getting out of it. And we always love following up and connecting with our followers and our fans in social media land. So catch us there and be sure to check the show notes for important links to the things mentioned in this episode, as well as to our website where you can find more support, more encouragement, more empowerment to just chase the life that you are meant to live. And be sure to come back next week when we have a new episode to share with you that will be the thing that you need to hear. I truly believe that because as we plan our content and as we pick the topics, you are in our hearts, you are in our minds, and we try to find the messages that we feel like really encourage you most. So come back and get good stuff here. We'll be anxious to talk with you next week. Mm